What's up, y'all? Welcome to this week's episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. This week, we are reacting to the NFL schedule drop. Definitely going to let you guys know which Jags games we might be going to. Reacting to the Pats and Lions schedules as well for Tyler and Haley. Talking Stanley Cup playoffs, NBA playoffs, all the things, who we think should close out their series and reacting to some series that are already over. Thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. Let's have a good one. Let's go. Looking like you just graduated. Woo. Coming from a place they all gravitate. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. Woo. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. Woo. And I like it. Show me a place I can buy it. Woo. But you priceless. Superwoman, no sidekick. Dress game like science, girl, you all plus, no minus. What is up, party people? Welcome to this week's episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. My name is Kendra Middleton. I am joined by my co-host, Haley Mello, and our producer, Tyler, as always. I feel like we should just roll into the show this week super easy, super quick. Not a whole lot to do as an intro because we have so much to talk about. I'm going to start the show as we always do with our HLH, which is the high of the last week, low of the last week, and hero of the last week, which is something unexpectedly good that happened to you just to kind of catch up because we are a weekly show. Haley, I'll start with you this week. I feel like I usually start with Tyler. What was your high this week? Uh, Hi, everyone. Um, My high is that we are filming this on Friday. Celtics won game six last night. Um, We're going to get into it later. Going into game seven, back in Boston. Just hyped we didn't lose the series. It's all I'm thinking about. So huge. Thing. I gotta ask, how was TJ's last night? It looked pretty crazy. Absolutely electric. Um, I felt God in TJ's last night. Um, if you don't know TJ's, I, it's a bar in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Yeah, I was uh, reposted on their story. So it was absolutely electric. Not my favorite bar. Probably my least favorite bar. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. It's, it's where I watch the Celtics, so. But it is a fun time. I was out last night for the game as well, and the city was pretty crazy afterwards. Like, people were, like, screaming in the streets. There was a parade of guys on four-wheelers, like, speeding all the way down Boylston after the game. It was – I was like, is this Boston right now? It does not feel like it. This oh, It yeah. was really strange. We need it. We need it. Um, Tyler, hi. My hi. Uh, so this week, Jason Statham's The Meg 2. Hi. <laughs> The Meg 2 is out, or it's being released. It's got a release date. The trailer just came out. Looks like the funniest movie I've ever seen. Was he in the first one? Jason Statham? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen any of them. Oh, it's awful. It's probably the worst movie of all time. Like on but purpose? I feel like the second one is leaning into it. I feel like the second one's not taking itself as seriously as the first one is because it got such, like, a lot of hate. Okay. Um, and they're just kind of like the trailer's so funny. I feel like they spoiled like all of the like good kills though in the trailer. So that's the good not kills. Great. Yeah, like the good death scenes, the ones that like the money making death scenes <laughs> the, of the shark eating the people. Uh, they probably spoiled all of the good ones in the trailer. But uh, very excited for the Meg Two. Can you hear us with the tagline? Do you know it? Oh, what was the tagline? It was tagline um, old chums. Meg, old chum. New Meg, old chum. Yeah, that's right. That is Great interesting. Movie. All right, I'm not gonna blockbuster of the summer. Don't watch the second one either. I'm probably <laughs> not gonna watch the second one, but the trailer is so good. 
All right. Um, my high is that if you don't know, I am officially the world's biggest F1 fan to ever exist. Um, I have been binging the documentary. I'm on season two. I will take back what I said last week about none of them being cute. I don't give a crap about cars. I don't give a crap about anything like that. I don't care about racing. I'm purely here for the characters and the lore. The fact that there's only 20 of them, I feel as though you get to know them so intimately, even just watching a documentary or a content online or reading about them or whatever. But they just feel like characters and an ongoing movie to me. And a lot of them are really funny and weird. And I just, I don't care about the racing. I don't care about the cars, all the drama with the whatever. I just think that watching these people exist is hilarious in itself. So I'm officially the biggest F1 fan. I've been asking some of my friends who are really into F1 all week about, you know, hard tires versus soft tires and like all these questions trying to care. And I just like, I just think they're the characters are awesome. I don't know. It feels like a movie. Who's your guy? Yuki. Duh. Yuki? Okay. Yeah. He's 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 my king. He's so weird and so funny and he's not on a good team. I think he's a pretty good driver from what little I know about it, but the fact that he is like on a really bad team and might suck, but it's just weird and little and awesome is just he's my king. He is my king. <laughs> I've decided that I can't stand the Red Bull team just because not for any like real reason because they're not a car group. It's not a car brand. Like Mercedes okay. or like Ferrari, they're Red like Bull. Them solely because because they should be focused on drinks. <laughs> that is the T. They should be focused on drinks. They should I be have, not racing so cars. Questions. I have so many questions. Oh jeez. What was that? My drawer. That's Saturdays and Seltzer's lore that happens. It breaks every other week. It breaks every other week. Sorry about that. So my, I have so many questions. The biggest one being. So what are your thoughts on like cliff diving and other Red Bull events? You see, they're just not on my radar. So once they come onto my radar, then I will be upset by them. But while they're living in their own universe over there, I couldn't out of sight, out of mind. It's not made the hate list. Like it's not like you detest them. You just don't. No, I just don't like them in F1. I decided they're my least favorite team in F1. They're not, I don't hate them. I like their drinks. Their drinks are phenomenal. But I Haley don't think is they about should to be uh, focused on racing. No, I realize now that that came out very aggressive. Ironically, I also don't like the Red Bull F1 team, but because I find Max extremely unlikable. Um, Same. I ride big with George and Lewis from Mercedes. Those are my boys. I love them. And I also love Ferrari. And... Yeah, I think I'm a Ferrari guy. Yeah, You I, guys I, are so lame. I, I don't know. I love, I love George. And I, I like love Charles. Him. Charles is my favorite. I might be a Charles. I think Charles guy. is my favorite. I Yuki supremacy. I do. I do think that Charles is fucking hilarious, though. But Haley, don't lie to people. You were about to throw hands because nobody drinks more Red Bull and vodka than you at all, ever. Wow, not me being exposed. Yeah. Okay. So when I go to the bar, I drink vodka, Red Bull, sugar free if they have it. Um, I've been trying to cut back, but with that being said, I did order a bunch of. Uh, flavoring syrups to make a Red Bull bar at my house. So that is now <laughs> under construction. So. so Haley basically has to like the F1 team. You basically uh, no, bought that no, car. No. And that's the thing. Well, the other thing. Yeah, is, you're funding that car. You bought that car. 
Well, you'll get into it, Kendra, but there's like tea that'll come up with them that uh, makes the makes it a little bit more like rip. Yeah, have you started the show, Kendra? I'm on season two. Oh, you're on season two. Okay. I wasn't paying attention. Men not listening when women talk. Typical. Typical. Wow. Wow. Clip that, guys. Clip that. Okay. Low. Haley. Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to make this really quick. Um, So we live in New England. Kendra's going to touch on this later when she talks about her hero. Um, But I took the top off my brother's Jeep um for my birthday my birthday was this past wednesday um so i took uh it's a wrangler so i didn't take the whole back top off i took the wrangler top i barely know her got her that's so good <laughs> um i took the front panels off if you know what like a hard top jeep looks like so you can take the top panels off so you can ride with like those off rather than taking the whole top off because i didn't have anywhere to store it so i put the panels just like on the side of my driveway i don't have a garage um and the next day I went to work in my regular car and was driving back home from work. And all of a sudden from the bridge to my house, all of a sudden it just turned, the pavement turned dark and it was a freak thunderstorm. Like some of the most torrential downpouring I've seen in forever. And I had left the top panels off of the Jeep. So I was racing back to my house um, and I got there and it was sure enough soaked on the inside. So I'm out there like scrubbing it, cleaning it. I've done that. I've had Jeeps my whole life and I've done that before or I've been caught in a thunderstorm before. Um, I was just beating myself up about it because I knew that I needed to get home and there was no thunderstorms on the radar because it's New England. So anyway, I'm out there like scraping it like cleaning it, getting a bunch of towels, and it started torrential downpouring again (laughs) while I'm out there cleaning it. And I still hadn't got the top panels on because I was cleaning those off too. So I actually like cleaned out my brother's like whole car, which was like, I guess, a positive out of the situation. Um, But I was soaked. I literally was soaked head to toe. My shoes were literally filled with water and it was just one of those moments where it was like this can't get any worse and then it did so but now it's clean and it's good and it's aired out so all set half low tyler low uh so the we'll get into it later the uh nfl schedules came out and i am upset the college football owns black friday in my opinion and the nfl is encroaching on our territory um the jets and dolphins will be playing on uh black friday this year and i don't think they should i don't think they should okay i think that day should be reserved for college football you know the iron bowls sometimes played that day you have uh like last year florida fsu was played um i think what was it baylor and yeah, it's usually like Texas a rivalry. Or something like that. Yeah, there's yeah. usually like one or two rivalry games on that day. Yeah. And I don't I, think the NFL should be allowed to do this to me. Okay. I like that you took attack. it personally. Yeah, I like that you took it personally. I'm here for the beef with Roger and the script writers. Mm-hmm. Um, Milo, if you're a boy, fast forward like 45 seconds. I'm going to keep it short. I'll give you like five seconds pause right here, but you've been warned. Tyler, 
I have to go to the OBGYN today for my annual and I'm just not excited to get a piece of my cervix scraped off to make sure I don't have cancer. And that's all I have to say. I might have to have my IUD replaced too. That blows. Being a girl sucks. The end. Kiss your mom, hug your mom, your sister, girlfriend, whatever. The end. That's a nice comment. Anyway, so you know what? You say that. I feel like you can't say all these things to hug people after you told them to skip. Well, you know, the guys that are man enough to stay here and listen, you rock my yeah, socks. Fair enough. Dab on them. Anyways, um, hero, Haley. Oh my gosh, guys, I am so excited for this. ESPN dropped the new trailer for The Ultimate Fighter season 30. I am so excited for this if you have not watched the ultimate fighter i highly recommend it um if you are a fan of the show you will know that it um i'm more or less a reality television connoisseur so it does marry my love of sports and reality tv and these guys are just so amped up all the time that there is so much fighting not only in the octagon but also in sparring and in the house so I'm really excited for this season. I'm excited to see Conor McGregor back with the UFC. Um, it should be really cool. I'm really excited. Okay. What's it on? It is on ESPN and ESPN Plus. All right. I'm probably not going to watch it, but I'm happy for you. <laughs> Tyler? Uh, so mine, I'm a one-trick pony. I'm just uh, talking about the schedule release again. Uh, <laughs> Detroit's schedule release. I, I enjoyed it. They did a video of the, you know, the AI-generated, like, presidents on uh, TikTok? You seen those no. videos? No, you haven't? They're, like, no. playing video games? I guess that's my TikTok. Um, but they do, like, these AI <laughs> where you can clone voices, and they cloned um, Dan Campbell's and Brad Holmes' voice, and they just went through, like, a stupid little... Thing. I don't know. It was fun. Okay. Not the worst uh, schedule release. Okay. Sure. Mine is that Boston finally doesn't suck ass weather tweet, and that's it. Except for the rain yesterday. Yeah, that part. It's currently pouring in Nashville, and I'm Ooh. miserable. It storms like every other day. No, I don't have a Jeep. I, I know. I've been in your car. You have. Oh, my car. In the compact, compact, my car. favorite compact car. The compact <laughs> SUV. <laughs> Tyler literally drives an Audi crossover and parks in the compact parking spots in his complex, and it's just mm-hmm. the funniest shit ever. <laughs> Please comment below if that is a compact car. It's a, it's an Audi <laughs> Q3, and I think it fits in the compact spots. <laughs> it does okay. All right. Um. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. We are going to quickly talk on some NHL stuff. We'll talk about the playoffs in a sec, but a couple more notes before we do. My first thing, the draft lottery was this week for the NHL. I just have to say, fuck the Blackhawks, you stupid motherfuckers. That's what I wrote down in our notes, and I'm not scared to say that. Connor Bedard is basically like Connor McDavid coming out on steroids. And the fact that you can cover up trigger warning essay for years and then kind of in a weird way be rewarded for it is just so stupid in my opinion and I know that you can't change that they came in place that they suck the way the draft lottery works 
whatever. And this, a lot of people on Twitter were like, well, the fans deserve it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, not really. I don't really like, screw you guys. I don't care. Like, I hate this. I know that you can't change anything. It just feels like they're getting rewarded with Connor McDavid for being shitty. And I hate it. Haley. Yeah. Any, any other comments? I think that that's. Um, yeah, no, I would agree. I would say, um, know it's tough because I feel the way about Jonathan Taze as I do about Tyler Sagan I think he's absolutely adorable and there are some really likable characters on the Blackhawks um I got into a fight at a bar in Nashville over the Blackhawks that you were both present for um I don't don't remember this I'm not gonna lie to you Nashville got the best of me um is that the one you got kicked out of do you no, guys hear Jackson screaming in his sleep right now? Is he? <sighs> oh, that's so cute. Yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, tough. The, the draft lottery, be wild in, is all I have to say. There's no way to fix it. There's nothing you can change. It's no, not that I want just, it to change. I feel I like just, I'm going to be just like, okay, every year. Like, I, I don't know. No, I love the lottery system. I think it's awesome. I think it's a great way to go about it. But that being said, it does bother me and, and rant. That's really all I had to say. And I also, because of the way that this shook out in the Sharks, not, we're never going to be good again. It's over. It's done for. Um, Okay. Haley, a couple Bruins thoughts for you. And I thought about the abs and we'll get into the playoffs. I was looking at the Bruins free agency tweets, I wanted to know who you think you should prioritize because I completely disagree with you now that I'm looking at this. No way, really? Yeah. Oh, this is like, this was the easiest part of my week. All right, go for it. All right. So, I don't know now that you disagree. So, um, we have a ton of free agents. I'm not going to read them off. Um, I I think we should. So, the the Bruins current free agents... Dmitry Orlov, Patrice Bergeron, Tyler Bertuzzi, Nick Foligno, Thomas Nosek, Garrett Hathaway, Chris Wagner, Trent Frederick, Jeremy Swayman, Connor Clifton, David Krejci, and Jacob Lauko. That is a lot of people and a lot of important people. I think you can target three realistically, maybe four with like the contracts that I think you owe a couple people. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, so my priorities are... Orlov, Burge, Bertuzzi, Krejci, and Swayman. Um, not in that order. If I were to put them in order, I'd probably go. Orlov. Uh, it's just tough because you have to think of You have to factor in the Burge contract. However, they put that is going to be kind of, I feel like depending on how much money is taken from that is going to be taken from the rest of the space that we have available to spend. You're going to fucking explode. Please go um see here here's the thing you signed pasta a huge deal you owe jeremy swayman a lot of money david creechie's only staying if bergeron does i think that they're both done they're too old let them walk away um i i think that you have to prioritize jeremy swayman trent frederick and bertuzzi 
sway because he's your future. He might be your second guy right now behind Allmark, but he's your future. He's like this goalie, this goalie tandem and keeping the goaltending strong is something that I think they're really going to have to rely on because they've given up a lot of their farm system over the last couple of years and have kind of failed to continue to develop guys in a way that I think that they should have based on. I mean, the 2015 draft was an explosion and it's like no secret that they have had a hard time developing talent in the AHL and ECHL or whatever. But I think you have to do sway, obviously goaltending, huge priority. You're going to have to make up on that defensive end with some of the guys that you've given up from your AHL farm. Trent Frederick is your sole young guy that I think that they need to focus on at this point. So I think that you've got to pay him. And Bertuzzi contributed a lot more than I think people expected him to. I think that because of that, they're going to owe him a little bit more money. But honestly, I think after Swayman, if I had to go in order, Sway, Bertuzzi, Freddie, I think if you can keep Bergeron and Krejci on like a year deal or something like that, fine. But the rest of these guys, I just don't know if it's realistic. And I don't think you can let anybody else walk to even kind of give them a chance of being around. Yeah, so I think you're putting up some good points. I think the I think the Krejci Bergeron thing is going to be a them call. If they want to stay, they're going to yeah, they'll them. they'll find money. They'll make it work yeah. for whatever. I don't. I don't. So I honestly say they're even they're either a given or they're not. But that's a them decision. That's not. I think I think Bergeron could stay, and I think Krejci will only stay if he does. Obviously, but I don't even know if he will stay either way. Yeah. So it's up to them, honestly. So I don't know how they're gonna they're gonna decide. I um, think you've got to go sway Freddie and Bert here. I'm going sway Bert and Orlov. Sorry, I've heard Orlov's name yelled way too many times in playoffs. He's just, a, I think he's a necessity. So I'm I don't hate that. All right, but I I like the Freddie idea. I like the Freddie idea. That you was got all, to. All he's all the he's. You got to keep the future around is like I said, because of the people that they've traded away to keep like the core of what they have together. I think you have to keep a young guy on the team. I don't think he's going to cost too much money. No, and but, you did, and it's it's a good point because as I say that about Orlov, like you do hear Trent's name thrown around all the time too. Like he's one of those younger players that's out there making moves. So I will give you credit on that. I think that those are some of our, that that's what we have to do. The only other comment I have before we talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs, the Colorado Avalanche were obviously eliminated this earlier this week, late last week, whatever. Um, and they announced that Landeskog is going to undergo surgery on his knee and named the date and hospital and doctor on top of the obvious procedure that he's having done. And I think that this is scary and weird. Like, I know that obviously, obviously, he probably has security. The hospital has security. All of whatever. I just think I don't think that is that not like a HIPAA violation. Naming the hospital is wild. It, I, mean, I don't think naming you... the doctor. The people named doctors who's like if they're like a renowned surgeon, they shout them out sometimes. Or the date. Um, yeah, that, this was really the weird. date and hospital is a little strange. But yeah. I think that that's really, really weird. I don't know how it's not a HIPAA violation, even if it's, I, I just, I don't, I don't know if you get to determine if you run that story or that information or what have you, but I just personally think that that is so weird and unsafe. And I don't know how it's not a HIPAA violation. I know that we have access to some 
you know, athletes medical stuff to a degree because it has to be reported to media. But I just think that that is very strange and unsafe. And I thought, I don't know, it, it freaked me out a little bit. I'm not gonna lie to you. Any other comments before we talk about the Leafs and Panther series? I got nothing, Chief. All right. So today is Friday. Game five is going to be today at 7 p.m. So if you are obviously listening to this, this game is over. Florida is either, I have to cough. Sorry. Blah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Sorry. Um, the Florida could either close this out tonight or we could potentially see a game six. I have in our notes that I think that this will get pushed to a game six. I think just because of the momentum of last game, um, Haley, I'll let you get into your notes because I think I have a couple more than you. Yeah, you do. Um, I agree. I think we're going to go to a six for the scripts. Um, I think you, you brought it up last week and I, I would agree with this. I think the Leafs won by getting to this point. It seems kind of like, as you're going to get into, they're just like kicking up and putting their feet up. Um, with that being said, I do not want the Panthers to win the series because then I have to look at Matthew Kachuk for another whole series. And I don't know if I can emotionally do that. Um, with that being said, do I think the Panthers are going to take the series? Yes. Are they going to take it tonight? Honestly, I think there's a possibility. Again. The three one lead means nothing to me and anything anymore. So, yeah, I want to talk about your Kachuk point for a second because I don't care who knows this. I'm ready to say it. I love Mitch Marner and I don't care who knows it. I saw a TikTok of him during warmups the other day that had me hysterically laughing. But on top of that, the other night, after the game, there was a huge fight after. Like, I don't know if you, were you watching that game? Yeah. There was a huge fight and it was awesome. Matthew Kachuk punched Mitch Marner in the face twice. And all Mitch Marner did was laugh at him, chew on his mouthpiece and call him a fucking pussy. And that is big dick energy at its finest that is hilarious i love mitch marner i don't care if you hate the leafs i don't care if you hate him so many people do i think that he is comedy gold as a person watching him skate around like a figure skater during warm-ups while everyone else is doing drills is so good he just has main character energy i don't know i love him and i don't care who knows it you know what it is he and you live for the chaos yes lives for the chaos wait i need okay you know what we're going full astrology thought here um let's see mitch marner birthday may 5th he's a taurus (laughs) King. king 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 okay we stand um, I think that it obviously shouldn't take the brink of elimination for the Leafs to win a game in a series, even though obviously it was a must win back against the wall mentality situation. I feel like the Leafs like that. We saw this in their last series. I feel like they like edging a bit. I don't know what it is. They just do not play unless they have to. I, I don't know. I think that what worked for them in the last game that they played, they played tough. They came out quick. They had some really good line changes. And I thought that that was something that they kind of had let slip earlier in this series. And they got clean production off of their line changes. 
That being said, I feel like they obviously took more shots in this game than they have the rest of the series, and that was beneficial for them. One of like shots are just bound to go in if you shoot, but it's where they were shooting from that was impressive to me. And I think that they were able to capitalize off of they were shooting from all over the ice, like long shots, getting some D like demon shots. I think that they just played like they knew that they had to. And obviously they did. And that's easy to say, but it was just the production and like the little things that I think that they had kind of let slip earlier in the series. I don't know if it was just that Florida was playing better, if they just thought that they could get away with playing sloppier. I think that it will go to a game six. Panthers are obviously going to take it. Um, but I I just, I think that they got production where they hadn't in other places so far in the series. And obviously that worked and it had to work. Um, Devils, Canes. I didn't watch a whole lot of this series. It got pretty boring pretty quick. I watched game one and a little bit of last night's game. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I did actually keep up with this one a little bit more than I thought I was going to. Obviously, my favorite series of the playoffs right now is Dallas and Seattle, which we're going to get into. But I was joking all week last week that I was hoping for a Carolina Devil color matchup just for the insanity of it. Um, I mean, honestly, last night. I thought it was super fun. There were some moments when I was at the bar watching the Celtics where I found my attention being a little bit turned, which is kind of crazy to that game. Cause I was like, wow, they're crazy. Um, and when I mean crazy, I mean, they were skating so fast last night. My buddy turned to me and he they're goes, a fast team. he goes, the Bruins would have had no shot. And in terms of speed, and I agree, like, I don't know if maybe we're just slow. I know we're a little, we tend to be a little bit slower in our gameplay, but especially in the playoffs, like, it just felt like they were dragging so hard. So watching they're, this, they're the young. Game last, yeah, watching the game last night, they're young. Um, both teams, I thought, were really fast. Um, so it was a really entertaining game. I thought, I did predict that Carolina was going to take the series. I just don't think the Devils are there yet. I think you have a lot of great points that we'll get into, but um, they're almost there. And I love that for them, but I don't think they're quite there yet. Um, here's what I like for the Canes. Brent Burns is just like Sharks domination, legend. Domination defensively, like Sharks legend, shout out. But he continues to impress me throughout the series. And he's um, old as fuck. It's awesome. Especially for I his love age. old guys in the playoffs. For especially, and I was just going to say, especially his age, I'm loving the gap look. Like, it's just, I'm kind of rooting for him. Um, I also have- Have you Jess seen his Pat. Sports Illustrated shoot? I think it was Sports Illustrated. I think I did. When he's like nude. It's awesome. Oh, um, I have Jesper Fast. Um, I think we're going to hear his name a lot. I really like the way that he was playing last night, despite missing the goal that sent them into overtime. He did come back and win the overtime goal to make up for it. So I like the looks of him too. Super cool player. Um, get into your, your devil's points, madam. Um, I don't have a ton to say. I kind of called this just because the devils are so young. I, I thought that this is about where they would wind up in the playoffs. I didn't expect them to win the last series, but they did. I think that they're going to be a true cup contender. And I know that I've said this on the show in the next two years, we've talked about their farm system, how impressive I think it is. I think both of these teams are kind of playing with house money at this point. It's just that Carolina has got a little bit more experience as far as age and depth than I think the devils do right now. 
Um, so I think that it just, it makes sense. I, I didn't, we've talked about the lack of Andre Svechnikov not really seeming to affect them too much. I think that whoever they play next round, it's done for them. I think that they shouldn't hang their hat on that though. It's been a good series, a, a good season for them. I just don't think that they're going to be able to, I don't think they're a cup eligible team right now. I think that losing in the next round suits about where they are Svechnikov or not. Um, so. That's really all I have to say. Our favorite series we've talked about a lot. We both have Joe Pavelski in our notes. He is, if you are listening to this before Saturday or Sunday, I think the next game's on Saturday. Um, The Stars went up last night to lead the series 3-2. Joe Pavelski, I almost wore his jersey today. Um, I Also, you have, yeah, go go into your Pavelski notes because I have some stuff to say. Yeah, I was just going to say, because I don't have super, I, I know you're a really ride or die Pavelski gal. I have really just saw, started to see him in this series, just paying attention. Kendra's the hockey girl. I'm the basketball girl. So outside of the Bruins and a couple other like bigger players, I'm like really enjoying this playoff series. Just getting to see a lot of the Dallas star players and even the Kraken players that I don't usually see in regular season. Um, he continues to impress. Like I, he just absolutely blows me away. Um, I spoke last week about the casualness of him just like coming back into the series after not being there for the previous series and getting four goals like and just skating back sitting down unreal Um, same thing we were just talking about Brent uh, an older guy so just to see him being out there and like a total leader of this team it seems um, I'm really rooting for the stars here we talked about we love Texas hockey I'm living for the broadcast of these games and seeing these fans it's just a really fun series to watch. Um, I have some fun facts for you Okay, about Joe Pavelski before we talk about something else that I will also bring up Joe Pavelski for. Did you know that he is the third all-time leading goal scorer in the postseason? Wow. That's pretty, that's pretty impressive. I think, I think he has like 70 or 71 goals now in the postseason, And yeah. that's, that's pretty, that's pretty baller. Anyways, continue. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Um, and I don't know, just a couple other standouts from the stars for me. Uh, Rupe hints two goals last night to bring them up five, two. Uh, did you see his second goal? Last night, last night, the other night. Yeah. Did you, up? did you see his second goal? That was such an awkward, I mean, I, I thought that it was, I thought that it was very easily easy to tell like on TV. I don't know about the ref's perspective that that had completely crossed the line because they just let play continue. And then like 30 seconds later, blew it dead because they reviewed it at headquarters or where I don't remember where I think it's there. Are they in Vegas? I'm not sure, but ruled it a goal, stopped play. And I just so very clearly on the broadcast thought that that was a goal and knew that it was a goal. Um, but it was just a very, I, I thought that it took way longer than it should have slash. I thought it was very evident. I always think it's awkward when that happens because then you just have to like stop playing and like what, I don't know, weird, but I thought that it was very clearly a goal. He had a great night yeah. last night. Yeah. Um, he really impressed me and Wyatt Johnson, um, the really young kid from Ontario has also really impressed me. I think we're going to hear his name in the league a lot. Um, if he gets to grow and develop with this Joe Pavelski and Tyler Sagan led team, like good for him. I think he's going to be pretty badass. Um, this kid he lives birthday, with Joe Pavelski. This birthday 
for this, why Johnson's birthday is May 14th, 2003. And he lives with Joe Pavelski and his whole family. And I'm like, that is just crazy to me. That I pop off, King. Love it. I think it's weird. This is like the first year because of like kids' COVID years and whatever that I'm officially like way older than everyone playing college sports. And it is very weird. Not even college though. I know, I know, but I just like this. This is NHL playoffs. And my boy is out here with a 2003 birthday impressing me in this economy. In this economy? true so true bestie what are your Um, thoughts on the series buddy I want to talk about Jake Ottinger because I think that he is the biggest difference maker in this series for me I talked about how I thought the Bruins kind of played with their food for a minute I think the Dallas Stars are kind of letting that happen in this series a bit I think that they're very clearly the better team they're more experienced they have bigger names on their team Jake Ottinger has been one of the best goalie prospects in the league shout out Hockey East um for quite some time and I don't think that he's had his best playoffs slash best series whatsoever and I realize that some of these goals haven't been his fault and you can't really pull him or replace him or anything because he's an irreplaceable player I just don't think that Jake Ottinger has been performing to the best of his abilities this postseason and I think that if they can clean up some of the goaltending and like shitty shots they've allowed bad D at times not even bad D I mean just unlucky I don't know I think that if they can clean that up, they really need to close out this series, move on, get some extra rest. Um, I also think that the Kraken are one of those teams like New Jersey and Carolina who've been playing with house money, in my opinion. Um, I, they're, they're an expansion team. You know, you never expect an expansion team to kind of be where they're at. And even though we saw it happen with Vegas, it's still just one of those things that I don't think should happen and doesn't really happen, even though we've seen it twice with both of these NHL expansion teams at this point. Um, I still feel like they are playing with house money. Um, And then I just want to say back on the Joe Pavelski thing for a second, I want to talk about ESPN. I don't mean this in a bad way. I just am so sick of NHL coverage on ESPN. I watched one of the games on ESPN on mute the other night with my headphones on listening to music just because I don't like the call I don't know they don't talk about it on any of their major programs they don't talk about it on any the the, I've been watching ESPN since eight o'clock this morning and I have seen 30 seconds of coverage on ESPN it is now 11 o'clock three hours and I've seen one thing about the crack in Dallas game last night and it's like you guys are the home of hockey you don't talk about anything that's going on Joe Pavelski deserves some respect on your programming I saw a TikTok the other day that was like you know the me versus like me on my wedding day versus like whatever if you're not on tiktok you're not on this side of tiktok there's basically this trend right now where girls are making like a a, like less hot picture of them as me on my wedding day and then the hottest picture of them and like me on the downfall of whoever or whatever and it's like me at my wedding day and me at the downfall of hockey on espn and i'm just so there i've watched three hours of NBA coverage and NFL schedule release coverage. And I get that that's what makes you money, but it is the fucking, not even fucking, it is the motherfucking Stanley cup playoffs right now. And you have had one segment of coverage and you guys are the home of the Stanley cup playoffs. Miss me with that bullshit. And I'm not even sorry for saying it and rant. (laughs) Um, I will shout out in this portion here. Um, 
the Henrik Lundqvist's thirst traps for the TNG coverage. Iconic. Yeah, King. So um, good. so Knights Oilers is I the Western games have been so much better. It's actually tragic because I'm a tired girl. I'm sleepy. Um, They're so good. They're so I know. Fun. I know I only have really that I think that the Oilers are obviously still my favorite in this series. I think that it's been a battle that most hockey fans probably don't want to see, but I do want to see this series go as long as possible, which I think other people do too, just because obviously the longer a series go, the more tired, the more worn out, the less likely you are to win the next one. So this is just a matchup that hockey fans, I think, hate. Um, I just, I know people hate Vegas. I hate McDavid for cheating on his girlfriend. I hate Evander Kane for being a fucking dork. Go Vegas. Except for Leon Dreisaitl, he can live. Love him. I hope he succeeds and has his flowers. Fucking go Vegas. I'm, I just, I, I hate Evander Kane so much. Uh, That's all I have to say. I couldn't have said it better myself. I think those are, that's just. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry that we're rooting for Vegas. We love an expansion team. Like, it's just kind of our brand. Like, sorry, not sorry. Um, It's not our fault that they were sick and came into the NHL the way they did. Like, yeah, sorry. Um, I think the Oilers are the more talented team. (laughs) With that being said, however, I don't know. I just like, I agree. There's, we do not stand cheating on your spouse or significant other. Like they're just not very likable to me. I don't know. Maybe like when the Bruins were really good, um, they were the only team that I was like nervous about the Oilers. So maybe I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not living. I'm not living for them. Um, I think it's going to be interesting seeing how, I don't think, honestly, again, like you mentioned, I've seen a lot of coverage about this series because everybody loves to talk about the Oilers. Um, and, and and Vegas, because everyone hates Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Stop hating so, Vegas. So uh, I've seen a lot about Darnell Nurse of the Oilers and Alex. Petrangelo, um, yeah. yeah. They're going to be out tonight, so we'll see how that goes. I don't think it's going to be as impactful as you might think. I think they'll both be able to kind of work around I that. think they're equivalent to each other. Like, it's an yeah, equal, it's, it's it's an like equal blow. Like, yeah, it's I, I the suspension, fine, whatever, I get it. I think that it's an equal blow to each team, so I don't think that it's an unfair suspension. I think the NHL knew that. Whatever. I, I'm kind of... I don't care who wins this series, to be honest. I'm obviously cheering for Vegas. I don't want either of these teams to win a cup. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck sure. it. <laughs> um, so those are our NHL thoughts. Tyler, um, do you have an NHL thought at NHL all? Thoughts from Tyler. One thought in your brain. Um, no. Perfect. Do you have any uh, comments on my, how much of a New Englander I <laughs> It's actually you just need a cigarette and a Duncan. Oh, uh, I have a spirit over there, but I'm not gonna do that. That is, dude. Okay, I don't smoke cigs. I don't smoke cigarettes. I just have them. I've never smoked cigs, but I will say this is really fucking weird. Um, I love the way that American Spirit cigarettes unlit smell because I think that they smell like raisins. Wow, (laughs) that's a lot to unpack. 
No, no. Yes, Haley, do you have them like accessible? Um, Give no. them a sniff. No, like locked, no, I have them locked away. Boo! They do smell. They smell like raisins. I think yeah, raisins. I used, to, I used to smoke when I worked at the when I was a bartender. When you're bartending, you need cigarettes. <laughs> I bartended and I never once ever. Oh, I needed them. <laughs> okay. Um, so basketball. We, yeah, we'll get into basketball real quick. We don't I, we don't have to really go into each and every one of these super in depth, but I No, I just kind of want to talk. Yeah, I want to talk a little. I don't really care about the Miami Knicks series. Yeah, I, I agree. I think New York fans probably played themselves again. I know that's funny for me to say as a Boston fan, but sorry, not sorry. Like I really kind of hope Jimmy Buckets pops off and takes the series for them, but in the event that he doesn't, I don't really care. Like, I'm not watching this series, to be honest. And I agree with what you wrote about Stephen A. Because even though I love Stephen A. I don't. Is The bit's getting kind of... I think he's the most annoying human alive. The way that he speaks to people, the way that he... And I know that it's a bit, it just really, he rubs me the wrong way. Like he's on my TV right now and the way that he's interacting with Molly and Monica just makes me so angry. I am so sick of the bit. I thought the Knicks were done. I'm bored of this series. I want it to be over so I don't have to listen to him talk about it anymore. I want him to open his stupid show with one of his dramatic entrances where he's holding a cigar and laughing about how he was right about the Knicks and the Cowboys. It's not hard to be right about the Knicks and the Cowboys, okay? It's a tale as old as time. I'm over it. I am just, you are not, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't um yeah I don't care about the series I just am cheering for Jimmy Butler at this point they're kind of my Florida Panthers for the Bruins because they eliminated my Bucks. so I'm like all right well if they win the title then it makes us look less bad also shout it shout out Giannis Antetokounmpo having another baby third baby I hope it's a girl um they announced their pregnancy right after the series ended I don't have anything to say I don't like this series the end um Philly Boston, what you've all probably been waiting for. I have so many notes. Where do you want to start? Because I'm about to like kind of lay it on the Celtics a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you are going to lay it on them, and I completely disagree with everything you're going to say. So why don't you go first? Okay. Um, I don't think, I'm going to say this, I don't think the Celtics deserve to win this series, and they didn't even deserve to win the game that they won last night. In what world, with Joel Embiid out, should you have started this series with an L at home? And then to continue it, your leader on the team has not played as well as any leader on any team, especially one that is now fevered with the Bucks out to win the Eastern Conference. Last night, he said, humbly, I am one of the best players in the world. And while I do believe that he is one of the best players in the world when he's playing well, when he's playing at his best, I don't think that you can say that about him in this series. And I don't think he can say that about himself in this series. Yes, he outscored the 76ers in the fourth quarter last night. He had 19 points. I think he played like crap, especially in the second quarter last night. And sure, he made up for it, whatever. I think also a lot of it came down to the 76ers coaching in the last minute of the game and you don't put your, the ball in the MVP's hands. Yeah. They were down a lot and they iced it kind of in that last like minute and a half, but Joel Embiid wasn't touching the ball at, in the end of that quarter last night. And I don't know why you don't put the ball in your MVP ha- MVP's hands. It kind of reminds me when the bucks needed one point to keep their season alive and they fucking gave Grayson Allen the ball in the last few seconds of the game. I just, 
I, I don't think that they deserve to win that game last night. They had such a lead somehow let the 76ers get back into the game and almost they were, they came back to eventually lead the Celtics in the third and into the fourth quarter last night. They won by, I think what 11 or 12 points, fine, whatever. Jason Tatum blew up. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they ever should have let them back into that game. And I think that they did make Joe Mazzulla made a good call in making his team bigger with his starting lineup and Robin William Rob Robert Williams last night. They needed to get bigger. That was their biggest issue. If the Celtics are gonna beat you, make them beat you but from like the three-point line. And I just I don't know. I I think especially after letting them win game one without Joel. Embiid like I just I don't think that they have deserved to win this series and James Harden in the playoffs and in a game seven which is a touchy subject ju- sub, I can't even speak in this whole segment touchy subject right now in Boston at TD Garden you better not let James Harden beat you because him in the playoffs is scary so you got to keep it big and you got to play deep make him beat you from three yeah well that's a lot for me to take in uh, <laughs> sorry we, rant we discuss this yearly this is this is the time of year that is the biggest contention for Kendra and I's friendship and we talk about being women in sports and we talk about having a, a take and I respect your take thank you respectfully um I think the, the Celtics have it in the back I think we're going to come back to Boston and we're going to win it for game seven I think it's just obvious like of course it is like duh um Jason Tatum had a terrible game yesterday. Um, he started off, I think at one point they said he had missed, he was 0 for 19 between the last game and the beginning of this game. Um, I think he did play well in the fourth quarter. I disagree that he made up for his poor performance. I don't think he made up for it. Um the interview after, hilarious. Loved it. One of the funniest things I've ever seen. I don't care that people are mad about it. I think it's hilarious. Like, sorry, not sorry. Um, like, you you get on the mic and say you're the best player, like, one of the best players. Like, humbly. Like, okay, I love that. Great energy. <laughs> um, I will say that the Joe Missoula coaching conversation is valid i think that there have been a couple times throughout not only the regular season but in the playoffs that were i I have watched him and been like hmm um i don't know if i would make that decision but i know that he is a first-time coach in the playoffs that is only an excuse for so long i thought he did better with his timeout management this game um than the laughable timeout management that we have seen up to this point um listen tyrese maxi and James Harden and Joel Embiid are a, a, a ominous force. They're, you know, they're they're good and they're really good. Tyrese They're Matthews, just huge. They're huge. They're hard to defend. The only person we have big enough to defend them is Al, who can't then turn around and make offensive plays all of the time. So I just He also can't log minutes like they need him to. So I I've been really impressed with Maxi this this series in particular. Um I think he to me is equally as scary as Embiid and Harden because he's also fast. Like he, he, there was a couple times he just absolutely charged down the court. Um, so I'm, I'm nervous, but I think that Jason Tatum now has a day to reflect on the absolute trash first half that he had <laughs> come back to Boston and really 
show it out. And I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue to go in with that energy. That's what I really hope happens. That's what I really hope they do. And they blow the absolute roof off the place. Um, I'm also just kind of like emo about the whole Doc Rivers situation because they had him mic'd up last night. And I'll say it like Doc Rivers is one of my favorite NBA coaches of all time. Like Same. I just really like the way the porn liking on Twitter fire. Like just iconic. Honestly, goat. Honestly, like, goat for that alone. <laughs> and they had him mic'd up and I was listening to him coaching his guys. And that's where I think, you know, the real obvious differences between a veteran coach and a guy like Joe Missoula, who is in this situation for the first time in his career is very obvious and apparent how they're able to coach through these high pressure situations. Um, and I just, I don't know. I remain really confident. I, I think, I think that we're going to win it on Saturday. You're confident um, in a game seven in TD yep. garden. Yep. All right. I'm, I'm confident. I'm confident in Jason Tatum. And I'm confident in my boys. The, I nice. felt God in TJ's last night. <laughs> I felt God in TJ's. And Tyler, I, I refuse to give up on this team. This is my- Tyler, I need you to bet on the Celtics. You're <laughs> I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I'm thinking, but I'm sending it to you mentally, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. <laughs> I need you to bet on this. <laughs> So that they lose. Uh, okay. She's got jokes, guys. She's so funny. Isn't she hilarious? <laughs> Do you, you said you're the one that deemed that I like chaos. No, I know. Well, that's why, that's why we get along so well, buddy. Give um, me a, if you will. It's true. I don't have a ton to say about these other two series. So we'll close them out pretty quick because we have a lot to talk about with the freaking NFL schedule release. Um, Denver. Denver and Phoenix this is embarrassing for the Suns I think that this tarnishes Kevin Durant's legacy like nothing else and I think that easy money sniper the nickname that you gave yourself is the dumbest shit of all time shut up go home I hate this nickname it's over Durantula forever yeah, Durantula is inherently a better nickname. Thank you so much because I think everybody kind of forgets about that and it is one of my favorites ever. Um, you know what? Shout out. Thanks, Phoenix, for showing up. Um, it was kind of embarrassing and by kind of, I mean really embarrassing um, at home. <laughs> Just uh, Charles Barkley at the half was yeah, an was, absolute meme. It was a cringe fest is what it was. I found myself cringing multiple times. I put in our notes and I'm going to say this with my whole motherfucking chest. There is, even if LeBron James and Steph Curry were magically on the same team and playing this Suns team, that shit should not fucking happen in any, any, in any way, in any way, easy money sniper from the couch Cancun on three. (laughs) Wow. That's all I have to say about that. Um, do you Lakers have any Warriors. other? Yeah, Lakers Warriors. Jordan I bad question mark. Dude, I'm. I think that he might be going through some shit. I don't know how you're supposed to. If my teammate punched we me in the face, 
we need to preface this by you need to come out of the closet as a Jordan Poole A fan and B apologist. <laughs> yes, I am. I don't even care. Mitch Marner and Jordan Poole. Those are my homies. I don't care who knows it. I don't care if you like it. I maybe, you know what? I'm a fangirl. I don't care. I don't care. I don't even, whatever. Both of them, by the way, fun fact, University of Michigan, Mitch Marner and Jordan Poole. <laughs> Tyler's casual mic drop of the show just happened. I I don't care. I like Jordan Poole. He might be bad. Whatever. It's fine. He's not always bad. I think he's going through something. I really do. I really, I'm an apologist, Haley. Stop laughing at me. No, I I do this and you always get so mad at me, but this is the one player that you do this about. I don't know what it is. I don't find, I don't like. You love Jordan I know and I'm sitting here trying to rack my brain as to why and I just vibes good he good vibes he's just he's a vibe guy he's the vibe tribe he's the vibe guy whatever good if my teammate punched me in the face I probably wouldn't have a good season either if the rest of the world saw Draymond Green punch me in the face I would probably just be like yeah fuck this if you're watching on the YouTube I'm laughing so hard because our whole friendship, Kendra and I have known each other for over four years now, and she is just, I, for no reason, been just a Jordan Poole stand. So when I was listening to this podcast this week and they were talking about Jordan Poole, I was like, I have to talk about this at the show. Fuck uh, off. Okay. <laughs> um, I The only thing I have to say couple things. I just want a game seven. If you don't want to see LeBron James and Steph Curry, go to a game seven in the postseason you're not a sports fan ad is set to play apparently um i we talked last week about the difference that clay thompson makes in scoring when he makes in a game when he can score 25 to 30 plus i think that it has to come down to clay thompson in this game and potentially if there is a game seven if he can have a big game he is the player that propels them to win this series, in my opinion. I don't think that that's a hot take. My only thing that I think could disrupt the Lakers here is that Draymond in an elimination game is a fucking crazy person. And with AD being clearly injured, I am prepared for them to just absolutely bully Anthony Davis this entire game. I don't, and, and I don't think that that's a cheap shot. Fine, whatever. I'm not a Draymond Green fan. We know this, but I think that it is going to be an absolutely physical game from the Warriors. Yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be, yeah, I agree completely with what you're saying. Um, If Clay pops off, I think we're going to have a really fun basketball game when we get to watch. So I'm really excited. Um, I love this series. It's just like we've talked about two of the best to do it going head to head. So I'm excited. That being said, that is all we have to say about the NBA. The bulk of our show this week, and I say the bulk, even though we didn't just talk for like an hour about the playoffs. NFL schedule release was yesterday. This is our schedule release show. I think that we have to start out. Well, yeah, let's start out with the Jags, I guess. I have some thoughts on the London games. Tyler wanted me to talk about why I'm upset about the London games. In my opinion, this is the absolute epitome. Have you guys seen Napoleon Dynamite? You know the scene where they're sitting in class and Napoleon Dynamite has tater tots in his pocket. 
and he won't give the kid next to him any tater tots. So the kid just gets pissed and fucking kicks his pocket and they smush everywhere. That is how I feel about people in England and the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars. They want what we have. So you know what they're going to do? They're just going to kick my pocket full of tater tots and make them go everywhere because they now are getting to see them twice a year. We do this every year. We give you guys a home game. And you know what? We as Americans went out and got the MLS, right? We couldn't have your European leagues. So we made the MLS. Is it as good of a product? No, but we did it. So you know what I'm going to say to you motherfuckers? No, go find your own. Make your own league. I don't care. Stop fucking taking Jaguars home games away from me because now if if you haven't seen the Jag schedule, they play the Falcons and then they stay for a week and they play the Bills away. The Falcons counts as our home game and the Bills is their away game or yeah, one of their home games that is away in England. That being said, it it takes like it takes a home game away from the fans. I understand that it helps our schedule with us already being there for a week, them coming over. We play well in London. They don't get the home crowd. I want to go to Buffalo as a fan and experience a game as an away fan in Buffalo because I think that that's the cool part about going to Buffalo and having to endure that environment. And if you can win there, you can win in the playoffs against someone that is unquestionably going to be your peer for the rest of your career. It is now... Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, um, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes in the AFC for the rest of your careers. That is that is your peer. And if you can beat him at home in the regular season, postseason, like you're inevitably going to have to do for the rest of your career, you can talk about playing football with the big boys, okay? And good teams find ways to win in tough environments. And that is places like Buffalo, Arrowhead, whatever, that's why I'm upset about it. It takes a game away from people on schedules. Are we inevitably going to go to London as a podcast for these games? Probably. Like, we're, yeah, we're going to go. But do I, am I happy about it? No. Like, it just, I'm sick of it. And I know that it's a money thing for Shad, but you bought a team here. Keep the home games home. They're the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm sick of the London Jaguars discourse. And that is what I have to say about those games. Yeah, I was surprised to see two. Um, I wasn't expecting that. Um, and it's time away from players' families during the season, you yeah, know? Like, thing, And I was going to just touch really quick because we're going to get into it, but the Patriots are going to be playing the Germany game. And I kind of had the same reaction. I was just like, I don't know, like, cool, I guess. I don't I'm know. I'm happy I for those fans, but fuck off. City and, like, they at least stay in North America, like, and they get the same reaction. And it's just, I don't know. Germany last year, they had some record-setting crowds. I don't know who's watching football in Germany. I'd be really curious to know what percentage of the people going to these games are coming from America versus those that are from the original country. And I know that the fans love it. And yeah, like the Premier League will play a couple games here a year, but it's like you guys have way more games on your schedule than we do. We get 17 of them. I'm sick of giving you people a home game and people still expecting to buy season tickets and whatever. Like, it's just, it's so stupid to me. I hate it so much. I know grow the game, whatever, get your own fucking league. <laughs> the rest of the Jag schedule. Um, I'm happy that they finally, and I'm not saying I'm not, I refuse to say we're given primetime games. They earned primetime games. They earned those motherfucking games. Shout out Dougie Duval. Um yeah. Opening against the Colts away. I don't think we're going to go. I, I don't really care about going to Indy. Anybody care about Indy? No. Um, I thought it was weird to see the Chiefs, which is a playoff rematch, 
week two at 1 p.m. I thought that that was weird. I would expect that to be the home opener. I, no, I don't. I don't. But I just. Or the I season don't know. opener, rather. Season opener I, at Arrowhead. Yeah, I don't know. Just do weird. We see, do we know who the like bigger game is that night? Maybe it's some bigger game. Um. Is there a bigger game? Oh, is that the uh no the Super Bowl rematch week one of 18? Oh yeah, it's Lions Chiefs. This is a way better game than Lions Chiefs. Hey, relax. Wait, no, that's week wow. one. That's week that's one. Week sorry. One. Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're sorry. playing the Chiefs week two. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sunday, 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 Sunday night football. It is the fucking Browns and no Saints Panthers. Still way cooler. Oh god, Saints Panthers, wild. Yeah, lame. 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 Um, so I was surprised to see that even if it's not like at least make it a four o'clock game. I don't know. I'm whatever. I thought that was weird. Our Thursday night football game is the Saints. I love that it's a night game. I think we are still going to try to go to New Orleans. Yes. Yes. I would like potentially. To. Potentially. Um, Bengals is our Monday night football game. Love that. That might be one of our Jacksonville trips. We're I think we're between that and New Year's, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be original, the original. So when they released the home uh, opponents, that was one that stuck out to us. That we yeah, were. just because I would love to see Joe Burrow play at home against Trevor I Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I think even if you guys decide that we want to go for New Year's, I'll probably still go for that game just because I have the option to. Um, so, yeah, those are the two games that we're between going to at home. And we close out the Titans away on January 7th, which is shout out Nashville. I died last time we were there. <laughs> My yes. only... Nashville. Um, also, real quick, I'll throw in before you finish your points about Jacks. Um, shout out to the Jags media team for their video release. Um, I didn't watch it. It was too long. I got a minute into it and I was like, TLDR. Well, all you really needed to see was the I absolutely iconic, iconic clip of Rashawn Jenkins strip sack dogs. I think that one of my most recent YouTube watches on my television right now is just Rayshon Jenkins highlights. Yeah, I have officially decided that that might be my all-time favorite clip from last season. Oh, it is mine too. Well, I don't know. The Trevor Lawrence stiff arm is also just because oh, I okay. hate the Titans. But I think I, I think that one might take it. Um, yeah, he's my favorite drag right now, I think. No questions asked. My only other thought before we talk about the Patriots schedule... And I'm going to make sure that everyone can hear me when I say this. If the Jacksonville Jaguars lose the AFC South with this soft ass schedule, y'all will be hearing from my attorney. (laughs) I swear to God, this is such an easy schedule. If these rookies don't work out, if Trevor has too many turnovers, if ETN keeps fumbling in the end zone, I am I have never yelled during a game. I've never broken anything. I've never thrown anything. I might throw my television through my fucking window with this schedule. And I am so serious. The only thing that I was worried about was the Bills game. And now that it's in London, I'm like, if don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. I swear to God. <laughs> Nobody better get hurt. Undefeated season manifesting. Um. And that's all I have to say about that. Haley, as our resident Patriots fans, what are your first thoughts? Um, LOL, the difficulty of our schedule. Um, mm. Your division's tough. Best division in football. I think it, it, it's funny because 
as I have grown with this franchise and with this team, it used to be that the divisional games were the ones that we didn't have to worry about. Yes. But now, looking at our schedule, the biggest ones I'm concerned about are those Miami games. They're the obviously they're not in our division, but in the AFC, Kansas City makes me nervous. Um, I remain of the I am manifesting into existence that the Aaron Rodgers Jets um, experiment will be a fail, but we'll see. So I don't really know. Um, I'm excited that we're having a Tom game. I am excited about that. I think it's weird to do it for the Eagles because I think they're going to get their ass beat. I get why we're doing it for the home opener. Why are we doing it for the game when the Philadelphia Eagles are coming in after their incredible draft and they're going to whoop our ass? And they were just in the Super Bowl. So not a good look there. I wish that they had picked maybe another game to do that. But maybe they'll surprise me. I would love that to happen. Um, Tickets for that game are absolutely out of this world. So if you are going to the home opener at Foxborough, I am extremely jealous. I hope you have a great time. Um, I'm grateful that Tom's coming back, um, despite everything, you know, he is probably the best quarterback to ever play the game. And he, he did, a is. Lot, did a lot for the Patriots and, and for my childhood and got me to go to a lot of parades. So I'm pretty happy about that. So, um, but yeah, on, uh, on the more negative side of things, I don't know. There's, I guess the standouts to me would be, yeah, the Miami games. We have an early bye, which, as Nancy DeMello will always say, we suck coming out of the bye. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, we come out of the bye to play the Giants. Again, that's another one that we'll see. They can pull out a, a pretty impressive performance. I hate to say that because I hate the Giants. Um, but they can surprise me. Uh, they, they have a tough schedule. They they do have a tough schedule. I would say they are one that I don't really envy. We have the Chargers coming to play, which is a little bit interesting. Hopefully that'll be an easy win. We also play the Broncos. So like we we do have kind of a mix, but that division is really tough. And those are the games that I'm most nervous for. The Chargers are gonna be really tough. I my Patriots notes, I have a couple things. All my Patriots notes say are RIP, that's it. I used to play for time, pray for times like these meek mill because I pray on the Patriots downfall. That being said, I find it very interesting. Tyler added this into our notes that Vegas has the over under at seven and a half games. That's fucking hilarious. The seven and a half. I'm to honestly, that's such a slap in the face and I love it. I know that it's going to be the over, but I'm praying for the under seven and a half games is so funny to me. That's Tyler, can you note these? We're let's let's do these for real. Can you know what you, you want to let's do it? Choose an over under. Yeah. All right, choose an over under. Kendra, go back and choose an over under for your Jags too. I'm going I imagine over, you're saying over, but yeah. I'm going over for the Jags. I'm taking the over for the Patriots, but I think that they really only win eight games. That's that 7.5, baby. <laughs> I really only think they, I think that they bat 500, maybe a I'm little also above gonna, I'm going to do the same, Ty. I'm going to go over on the Jags, and I'm going to go over on the Patriots. Hesitantly. Okay. <laughs> I hate I, to say that. I'm just going to be a contrarian and say, uh, I'm going to go over for the Patriots. The under is hitting. The Patriots are losing the division. I don't know. 
I haven't looked at either of their schedules really. So I'm just going to say sucks. over for each of them. All right, Tyler, how do you feel about the Lions schedule? I love the Lions schedule. Uh, okay. personally. I, I think it's a little bit of a cakewalk, especially before the bye. I think there's like two losses. Um, I like Chiefs week one and then Baltimore week five, maybe question mark. Something like that. I think by the bye week is like week six or seven. Um, but my biggest takeaway, uh, we get the Vikings in the last week of the season, week 18. This is the last year of Kirk Cousins deal. We might send them packing out of the division <laughs> just like we did to Aaron Rodgers last year and I'm there for it uh where is he on the hate list these days Kirk is easily he's uh, he's like a career number two yeah career. who's the number one right now right now it's it's generally Ohio State like okay, the university just as a whole. yeah okay okay just okay that, that's fair um I just I also had that this wasn't a decent schedule mostly or that this is a decent schedule for them, mostly because they're not back-to-back on the road too much. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's huge in making a schedule, especially when, I mean, they have it kind of nice that they're one of the teams that are in the middle of the country. So they don't really lag those miles on like a team like Seattle or the teams in California. Detroit's got a great airport too. (laughs) I know they fly private, but they can get in and out of there very easily. Detroit has a fantastic airport. It's phenomenal airport. My favorite. I've eaten at that McDonald's. At the Detroit airport? Yeah. I think I know which one you're talking about. I spent a lot of time in the Detroit airport. Yeah. Um, I'm also going over for the Lions. I think I'm just going to send all... Way over. Way, way, way over. I think think the over-under should be around 10 and a half. Um, I think they win 11 games. I really hope they don't Lions you. I think we get an upset. They could. They very well could. Well, we're the sad cats for a reason, but not the saddest. These Patrick days. better watch out. I think there's going to be an upset of one of those bigger teams. Like I think it's, oh for sure. I think it's uh, hold on, it's Chiefs. I think Ravens are one of them. Um, Chargers are one of them that could it could happen to, um, or the Cowboys. I think one of those games is going to be an upset for. And I think that they could beat the Cowboys, not even as an upset. I bet by the time that game rolls around, they're the favorite. Oh, I don't know. I think if I were sitting right now, I'd probably go like uh, Cowboys minus three and a half. I don't think it's a huge favorite, but I think they would still be the favorite. I got to talk about as well. Oh, Haley, are you you going over? I assume over. Mm -hmm. We got to talk about if, is this true? The Eagles Vegas has over under at 10 and a half. Why are we not hammering that? Yep. I don't know. Maybe they think there's going to be some regression. That is. I haven't they, looked at their schedule, so I, have, I, I don't have I, much of an opinion. I have. It's a super tough schedule. They kind of got screwed a little bit. They're going to have to be the best team and prove it and stay healthy. The opener in Foxborough, I think, obviously, on paper, seems like an easy dub. They have the better <laughs> team. It's the first game of the season. Everybody is going to be healthy. The Patriots have a lot of question marks in a lot of places. They have some new guys. They're going to have to depend on the rookie class a lot. Do I think that it's obviously an easy dub for the Eagles? Yes, but I also believe that it is TV 12 night and magic will be in the air. So whatever, I don't contribute this to being part of their tough schedule. What is the tough part of their schedule to me is that towards the back end of their schedule in a row, they go Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, 
49ers, Cowboys again, and that is all in a one go. Rough. That's why the over-under is at 10 and a half. Yeah, but I mean, they're still, I mean, do you think that they're going to be the favorites to win the Super Bowl going into the season? Because I kind of do. I can check right now. Because I see. think it's got to be them and the Chiefs. Like, who the, who the fuck else? Like, it's, you can't tell me that. So you probably, want Super Bowl odds? Yeah. Um, they've got to be the NFC favorite, and you've go. got Vegas sitting them at 10 and a half. What do they so know? So they are the second favorite of plus 800, first favorite to the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah that, from the yeah, NFC. Yeah, from what, the NFC. What does uh, Vegas know that we don't? Because clearly the script is I've been is asking scripting. myself that question for years, Kendra. The script is scripting. Yeah. The script is scripting. Haley, I think we're all taking the over here. Yep. Everybody. I don't know. I might like, take the under just to be a contrarian. Pick well, something different. Then you're buying into the Vegas lore. Yeah, I'm going to buy into Vegas. That's and the script. Let's go. We can officialize it. All right. Are you putting money on it? Uh, maybe when we get closer, <laughs> I gotta let I gotta keep my money open right now. When we get we closer to the season, the cats I will. Rolling. Yeah. Last thing I want to talk about is the Bills, who are also sitting at ten and a half. I am gonna take the over here too. I'm just going all overs. One of these is gonna really I'm fuck gonna me over. Same, Kendra. I think I'm gonna do the same. And I know it's boring, but I don't care. I think that the thing is for me with their schedule is that they kind of were given a break from the NFL script. So maybe they're winning a Super Bowl this year. First place teams always play tough schedules, but their travel is super easy and they have no back-to-back road games. And that's kind of huge, especially when you're sick as fuck. And they have the huge advantage of potentially just rattling whoever comes to Buffalo because it's just, it can be, as we saw last year, like if they got like 24 inches. Well, and with the division, like their only real competition to me, I do believe I am a Robert Sala truther. I do believe in Robert Sala's defense. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to suck. I think that the only trouble they're going to have in the division is going to be the Dolphins. Mm. So I just, I think they're one of those teams that if, as much as you can say that is the best division in football, in my opinion right now, I would be shocked if they lose it. Yeah, I would shocked. be too. Shocked. I would be very shocked. I'm also going over. And I yeah. would, I think they might be the team I put a Super Bowl bet on. Yeah, I think, personally. yeah. Because they, they're not, I think they were the number. Probably three, four. I'm going to go three. Um, God, this app. Uh, they are actually the number four odds behind the San Francisco 49ers. What? Not by much. It, they're pretty close in the odds, but that's weird to me. It yeah. is a little strange. Um, but yeah, they might be the team I put a Super Bowl bet on. Um, yeah, I think that that's a safe bet, and the odds are probably ever in your favor. Uh, all right, let's talk about the holiday games a little bit, and we'll move into our closing stuff. 2023 NFL holiday schedule: the Thanksgiving games, Packers at Lions. We're gonna grade these. How about that? We're gonna. Demolish them. (laughs) Put me on the record. We're gonna destroy them on Thanksgiving. Score prediction. Love. I don't today. Wait, today is yes, you're doing one. Today is Friday. I don't understand math, Kendra. (laughs) I'm bad at football math. Doing it derivatives of seven. I can't do it. Like 24 to uh 
Zero. Wow. 36. I don't know. Is that a football score? 36, 24. I don't know. All right. Damn that. All right. Fine. That is, that's a hot take. I'm going to give this matchup a B plus. B plus because I don't really, I just, there's not much stakes on the, there's not, since Aaron's gone, I feel like there's not much into that game anymore. Commanders, Cowboys, I think the Commanders are going to be better than people think they're going to be, but I still think they're going to lose the NFC beast. I give this game a, also a B plus. Commanders, Who's Cowboys. Who's their quarterback? The Commanders? Yeah, isn't the it ha- Isn't it Howell? Oh, is Sam it Howell? Yeah, Not that Sam sounds Howell. right. I, I couldn't remember if they did something else. No, um, it's Sam Howell. That could be um, an upset. I, they'll definitely be dogs to the Cowboys, though. I think the Cowboys are going to be real bad. I think without Kellen Moore, good night, see you later. You're not going to score the points, and I yeah, don't Yeah, but they think... just still have more talent, though. But Mike McCarthy is calling your plays. I think they have more talent, but you can't do anything with it when you're playing. That's calling. fine, but there's there's a point where, like... It's they're not a combine. Over... They're not individually competing. They're competing yeah, but still... Uh, Mike just McCarthy's a dweeb and doesn't deserve a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> wow, you heard it here first. Um, Seahawks 49ers, I'm chill with that as a night game. Fine. That feels like I, a weird Thanksgiving game. I like that. I don't know. Uh, it just doesn't. I, when I picture Thanksgiving games, I don't picture either of those teams. I had the same thing. They, the, I um, feel like they did. Seattle played Seattle played the New England last year, and that also felt like a very not Thanksgiving game. I think that's what they're they're going for. I I guess it's just weird. Tyler hates the Black Friday games. Yeah, I can't stand them. I think it's going to be a good game though. Christmas Day, Raiders Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are cool to have on Christmas Day. Don't love the Raiders matchup. I get that it's divisional, whatever. Jimmy Garoppolo and pants though. That is a Christmas Day present. That is that is what I oh, that is I what Christmas baby. That's they should have done. They should have done um, like a Chiefs Packers and have them do the color rush. Yeah. So it's red and green. <laughs> I love that. That's that is, what they should have done. Have a green good. team versus a red team, so we can do Christmas theme. That's very good, Tyler. That's I. Shout out Tyler. Hashtag Giants and Eagles like it. Aren't you colorblind? No, I'm dyslexic. Kendall. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> what did you what did you dyslexia do the other day that we were dying over? Ranch. Ranch. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. I wish I could talk about okay. Should I tell yeah, fuck it. It's not so, that bad. I mean No, it's not that bad. I so obviously we talked about last week that my best friend died when Haley and I were in college and we were out to dinner, tried to save her life, whatever. It's Gucci. It's not Gucci, but it's Gucci. I, it was her anniversary last week. And I like texted them that I was running late to our show because I was having a mental breakdown about Rach. Cause her name was Rachel. And I get on our call and Tyler goes, so what's with the mental breakdown about ranch? And he, in the group chat, he responded to her comment about the mental breakdown and was like, that's iconic. Love that for you. Or something. And I was something like, like that along those I lines. was like, um, I literally almost messaged him and was like, hey, like, I don't know if you thought she was joking, but like this is a really hard time for us. Like, you like don't know, like, whatever. 
then he responded with that it was like ranch and i was like oh my god you know i just fully thought you're talking about ranch dressing the most offensive part about this to me isn't even the fact that like my friend died it's that you think that i prefer ranch over blue cheese that i mean i i knew that too and that's where some of the confusion was it's like why are you freaking out about ranch remember when i ate thc infused blue cheese in nashville iconic oh buds and brews oh shout out buds and brews best spot in nashville if you're ever there oh so good last the new year's game Bengals chiefs this is the best game all season and we're getting it on freaking new year's everyone's gonna be hungover And I'm going to have to watch Brittany Mahomes in the crowd. Hmm. I think that this is an, the only A-plus game of the holidays. I agree. And that is a good good matchup, yeah. That's what holiday games should be. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's the pinnacle. That should be our Thanksgiving game. Mm-hmm. Shout out, anti-shout-out, not a shout-out. Anti-shout-out, the NFL script writers. You guys are dumb. True. All right. Closing the show out, we've got our tea party. I don't have any tweets of the week. I don't think anybody else does either. And then we're going to read our horoscopes. You guys have been slacking on the craziness on Twitter. I'm going to need some. Actually, no, Big John is back. And he asked if he could see my bosoms. So shout oh. out, Big John. That's my oh, tweet. Of the week. He's back. Um, My tea party segment of the week. If you are new here, this is a little bit of a sadder segment sometimes. I don't condone this by any means, which is why I want to talk about it because nobody else is talking about this and it's pissing me off. I don't know if it's just because you can't, I don't know, whatever. Anyways, Bob Huggins, the head coach of West Virginia basketball, um, dropped an anti-LGBTQIA plus slur twice on a radio show. Um, he It was an F slur called Xavier University Catholic F slurs. Um, and the university came out and said that this was under review for punishment. And I think that that is the craziest thing ever, because not only did he say it once, but he said it twice and the radio host kind of brushed it off and let it happen. Nobody's talking about it. I just, I don't care if you had a really good recruiting class, which it seems, I guess, West Virginia did. I don't really care. How can you be the face of a university, have young kids that you undoubtedly influence come into your program when you have no problem saying things like that or clearly don't see why it's a problem and or and or potentially there is a one in 11 chance that a member of your basketball team might be a member of the LGBT community and now they no longer feel safe within your locker room or students at your university are somehow affected or influenced or tied to you and you don't support them as a student as a person as a human what have you it's just how I just we have this conversation all the time of how we're in 2023 and bullshit like this keeps popping up let alone how major networks aren't even talking about it mm-hmm. 100% and if you are talking about it it's, there, it's a lot of like ha like oh Bob like that's just how he is and it's like nope it's like the boys will be boys thing. Like, no, at what point is that no longer acceptable or an excuse? I think that he should have been fired on the spot. I don't care how good of a coach you are. I don't think you should see the court again. Even if you are like that old time, old school, wrong generation, this is not a generational thing. That is literally a slur. And you know, it's a slur. Yeah, it's just, 
horrible absolutely horrible yeah so thoughts and prayers with the west virginia university lgbtqi plus community um you are valid that being said my least favorite person caught the tennessee titans curse Haley. morgan wallen so i have morgan wallen in here because i heard a rumor last night and this is very interesting. So is there wallet heard, lore? I heard some wallet lore, and I haven't told either of my friends on the show about this. I wanted to catch their reactions on air. So if you haven't heard, Morgan Wallet, also known uh, internally as Morgan Wallet. Mr. Wallet. Um, he is I thought his name was Mr. Wallet for years anyways. Yes. Kendra really did think his last name was Wallet. Um, tried to say that in Nashville and we roasted her forever. Um, so he has canceled his tours for the next upcoming six weeks. Um, shout out to our friends who were supposed to go to his show near the Boston area. Um, Kendra did consider that a W, however, because he is a Titan. So, you know, we take on, take him out one at a time. Um, that being said, that show has been rescheduled to next May, May of 2024. Um, and I have heard some grumblings that it is a little suspicious that Morgan Wallen is now leaving for six weeks. He has claimed that he is on vocal rest. I'm not saying whether or not this is true. This is all alleged. Um, but it is uh, some whisperings that he could potentially be actually headed to rehab and is covering it up uh, because the time would add up six weeks with a 60 or with a 56, 57 day stint. Um, and he has been there before. Apparently he was showing up to his concerts upwards of an hour late uh, due to some serious personal issues that he has been potentially going through. Again, this is all alleged. I don't know if any of this is true, but um, that is something that is is possible. So if he is in rehab, um, best of luck to him. Hopefully he uh, is better either way. If he is in rehab for his vocal cords, hope he gets better either way. But also um kind of sus he's not my favorite person but i feel bad for people that had tickets for a show yeah so i don't i know that he is like a very controversial figure yeah he is but obviously we don't hope that anybody is going through anything terrible with addiction or substance abuse or what have you that's not a joke um but i don't know that's i just thought it was very interesting I just think it's weird that you have a show in six weeks and you schedule it for a year later. Also, does someone like in that situation have to give like a refund option? Because I think that you should have to do that. Yeah, I, I, he's refunding people, yeah. I don't think I don't think so. I think that you because I think I'm venues sure. are refunding. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Good. As far as I know. Yeah, I, I'm like almost positive venues are refunding tickets. Yeah. Only because our friend Marie saw like the reschedule and she was like a year later. I'm like, can you get a refund? Because I absolutely would. Yeah, I'm almost positive you can get a refund. Well, it's weird too. Haley, that actually kind of makes sense. Not that I'm like digging into this too far because it's kind of a sad subject, but it's like he didn't show up for that show at whatever university and then played in Jacksonville and then just. Yeah, and it just, I've, I've seen people talk about from like a medical perspective like how possible the level of trauma to his vocal cords would have to be and what that would even 
entail in terms of rehabilitation and it just doesn't really seem to be making any sense so i'm not like trying to out him by saying he's in rehab or whatever like if he is there i hope he's getting better but it is just interesting to think about the fact that he's taking all of a sudden six weeks off in the middle of this tour with all these grumblings about what else has been going on so yeah don't show up two hours late to your show like uh, we talked about this during the coachella thing and everything but i just find that so disrespectful yeah yeah if he's yeah weird 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 uh so tweet of the week was john asking to see my boobs on twitter any other funny tweets that we saw this week i can't really think of any to be honest my tweet of the week was actually tiktok of the week and it was um from our friend there whose name escapes me kendra uh the henry lundquist uh tiktok that was good. Oh, uh, it was Annie. Annie, thank you. Um, all right. Last thing we're gonna do before we have any closing thoughts, we have decided to start reading our horoscopes because I think it's really funny. Um, all right. Do I have either of you on my homepage today? I have Haley and my ex-boyfriend. Perfect. Hey, gang, gang, gang. Haley D is receiving multiple messages. Her day at a glance. You give off the best energy when you're feeling good about yourself. That's all it says about Haley. Let's see what it says about Tyler. That was boring. I like when it says that we're unicorns shooting things at each other or something. You did both make me so self-conscious before we started. (laughs) That's true, but I feel like I helped the situation in the long run. Oh, this just in Shakira and Lewis Hamilton hanging out at the Grand Shakira's hanging out with everyone. Yeah, she's supposed to be hanging out with... hanging out with Tommy Tommy C. Yeah. Damn, Shakira. She's getting revenge about the jam. The jelly situation. Her... Ooh! Another one-liner from Tyler. Mm -hmm. Um... I know pop culture. I don't... I think that... I think the co-star sucks today. We don't have anything funny. Yeah, Boo. That's right. Yeah, you, the moon is boring. You lose this round, moon. Yeah, well, it's the last weekend of Mercury retrograde. And Haley and I, shout out, shout out Nancy. We're going, does she, wait, I, does Nancy listen to our show? Uh, She does, but we're going to make it a surprise. So we'll talk about that offline. Okay, yes, offline. Nancy, well, happy shout Mother's out. Day to all our moms out there. This yeah, Monday. happy Mother's happy Day Mother's to Day. all the moms. That's uh, fine. Saturdays and Seltzer's mom, shout out. Go, Nancy, I love you. Deej, you're the goat. Um, okay, go. Mel. Hope you Good wear work. the hat. <laughs> Good work, Mel. I love you, Mel. Good work. Is that our <laughs> closing thought? Does anybody else have anything? Uh, Vanderbilt, I'm betting of the over. Three and a half wins. I thought you were going to say SEC. No, SEC uh, over-unders came out this week. I'm betting on Vanderbilt over three and a half wins. Sad cat bet of the week is like, I like way that. in the future, but I'm betting I like on Vander, Vanderbilt. I love that. Um, Haley, do you have any Vanderpump rules tea? Way too much to go into. I will maybe do my own video or something. We'll do a TikTok. <laughs> do a TikTok. Crazy. Um, I will say on that note about... Vanderbilt, Vanderpump, SEC. Um, another criticism of the football in England is how many SEC championships does anyone <laughs> that was that should have been my tweet of the week. Yeah, I forgot about that one. I 
can what tweet was this i it was like um there was this british dude uh talking about how bad america was or whatever as they usually do and this guy quote tweeted and was like yeah but you have zero sec championships so that's pretty good that's pretty good jackson's pushing me over right now in his sleep all right Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Keep on sipping out and we'll see you next week. It's your whole damn crew. Got the haters on mute. Cause they love that view. Keep looking at you. Ain't nothing new. This is not their world. They know you run the city. Every town, every borough. They know you keep it real. Keep it classy. Keep it thorough. But Sundays are for the boys. The Saturdays for the girls. Get them girls. Get them Cause this is not their world They know you run the city Every town, every borough They know you keep it real Keep it classy, keep it thorough With Sundays are full